Hey, welcome to True Urban Culture, where we bring the truth back to urban culture. I'm your host, Kenny Santos, and we're just here talking about religiosity and whatnot and wondering if God will ever forgive all those abortions I paid for. On this this panel, if they can get their shit together, I have my man, the Donnie. And then there's always the Black Dawn, and it has a skin, so it's not racial. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Pop, doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, forget my retirement plan. Uh, great, you guys are doing well. We're going to be editing this episode severely, and I hope, hopefully, not because this has been gold so far. So, as I was mentioned before, today's theme is going to be religion. But before we talk about that dumb bullshit, I definitely want to talk about this dumb bullshit, and specifically how everyone's doing. So we're going to do our mental health check-in, and as always. It's one, I want to die. Two, my life is pointless. Three, nothing matters. Four, my life sucks now. Five, whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. Ten, couldn't be better. Yeah, I didn't breathe once when I said that. Um, Sean, go first. <laughs> Got you. I'm going to say right now I'm sitting at a nine, and that's mostly because I'm having like a good weekend. I went out to like this... Uh, kind of grungy party kind of thing that happened last night that my friend invited me to. It's a pretty cool place. And today my dance crew is actually holding auditions. So I get to see everybody again today. Oh, dope. I have several questions. Um, For example, uh, yesterday, were there baddies at this grunge place and should they attend? Yes. <laughs> yes yes to what? Those were two questions. <laughs> well, yes, you should attend. And yes, there were baddies at this place. It was like a, it's very art, like art, kind of like vibe you know like grunge and golf and they had like they had a bar on one section they had like for some reason batman like an animated batman movie playing on a projector oh, Even huh? music was playing. yes it was one of those kind of things like we walked in and it was just like this is interesting batman right. is playing this one the band that had played right before like they walked off played some song where the girl was singing legit spit in my mouth and we watched her Spit in someone's mouth. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like my kind of party. Was, I kind of want to report her to the government because you know they were not that pandemic. And I mean, yeah, it's horrible. It was like a horrible thing. But like we were all just kind of like <laughs> with our cameras, just watching. Like, is yeah. she really gonna do? She she did it. Okay. I, know, <laughs> I feel like modern artists and film students are part of this category. I'd like to call uh, art hoes. And uh, they're just a separate species at this point, and we should treat them as such. Let's just quarter, <laughs> just quarter and corner them. You know what I mean? But uh, great. <laughs> um, I, I already forgot what my second question was going to be regarding that, so I'll just move on to Donnie. How are you doing, Donnie? Um, ponytail, Donnie. Show us your ponytail real quick before he tells us how you're doing. Show, show <laughs> it's, it's not long. It's not long. He's my, he's my little well, um, I, I've, I. I will say I'm whatever. I'm six. Um, I, I've just been for the past two weeks, just been like mindlessly flowing through life. Um, What's new? It's kind of dark, but uh, I found out that I had a father um, last week. 
but he died last year. So it's like in one ear and out the other. Like, yeah, you got a father, but he died last year. So I'm two for two now. So both parents are gone. I'm officially transitioning over to becoming a billionaire and using that trauma to fight crime. So. Donnie, let's be honest. If you inherited billions and got martial arts skills, I think the last thing you do is fight crime. If anything, you'd probably fight for crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. If I was to be a good person, the hell no. I'm like conquering a small country. Give me some vigilante. No, I'm the super villain. Are you kidding me? Please. Right. Who's going to stop me? Kryptonite doesn't exist. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so where did you say you uh, were on the scale exactly? Uh, like a, a five or six. Like, I'm content right now. I'm really just, I'm just like on yeah. autopilot right now. Yeah, basically. Well, good. I'm not saying I'm glad any of this happened to you, but I feel like it will make our podcast really juicy. So I'm glad suffering yeah. can be used for good in the ends that's the first thing i said when he died i was like wow i got a great story in a podcast now <laughs> Thanks, <bro. laughs> oh yeah well um I, I guess i'm pretty content honestly like uh, a lot of uh materialistically good stuff has been happening to me lately but I, I really realized that you know it doesn't actually make me happy and that like my pursuit of more money and more wealth and more all of that is just like Eh, I'll probably never be satisfied, so I care about it. But um, I did meet a baddie last night, so it really bummed me up. So I'm uh, I'm like a hovering over a six or a six point five. You know, it's it's nice because you know um, I, I meet tons of people all the time, and I very quickly find out what I don't like about them. And you know, even if it's disappointment after disappointment, there's still a part of me that still has that hope that I'll finally find someone who's flawed that I will accept as they are. I think, yeah, honestly, every now and then something surprises me. So I'm like at a 6.5 because I'm special. Did but, you uh, find out what she did? What What do you mean what she did? Like her occupation? Oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's mine. She's actually a writer too. Oh, and what's her race? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is South Asian. Oh, okay. Pro- Dali doesn't like it when I date white girls, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what that, that was the implication of that. <laughs> no, but you just don't date a lot of white girls. So it's... I, I dated like a whole one for a couple months, and that was like the theme of our podcast for like three episodes. <laughs> we kept bringing up our personal shit. I really can't bring up my personal shit on podcasts, but why the fuck not? But um, no, I don't really have any racial specifics, but I do have... Um, I will say the white liberal woman is the greatest threat to the human race there is. <laughs> and no one will ever think. Like, I got into such a tick. We're going to go into the theme real quick. I know I'm wasting time with stories. But um, I got into the illest. I get into a lot of TikTok fights lately. I don't know why. Like, it probably in the com- if I'm in the com- if there's a fight in the comment section, I probably started it. But um, she, she, her entire career was just uh, making fun of white people, making fun of. Um, capitalists and um yeah yeah no that's basically and making fun of men essentially and like she's like oh i'm oh, just queer ally of black life matter in the bio uh i'm a minority woman who likes other women but like then she posts one video where like oh i've had a two-year sneaky relationship with this white finance bro and i'm like you're spreading them for someone who embodies all three things that you have said to hate <laughs> it's just like 
I don't know why I don't know why bisexual women end up with like normal cisgender heterosexual men all the time. But whatever. I'm not here to judge, apparently. But uh let's get back to religion because that's a podcast in and of itself. So <laughs> what I want to ask you guys is okay, sure, that popped up. Anyways, our title will be Can We Pray Our Sadness Away? And first thing we're gonna analyze is our relationship with this whole fucking mess, essentially. So first question. What was your relationship with religion growing up? Donnie, you can go first. We already know a bit about you, but, you know, maybe you can expand on a few points. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty straightforward. Like, I, I went to Sunday school when um, I was forced to. Uh, I, I had a pretty okay, relig- uh, okay uh, relationship with God up until I started to develop my own identity and own thought process. So like maybe around like 13 and up. But yeah, I mean, since then it's it's been non-existent. Just, I don't believe in it anymore. And that's just my personal preference, but everybody knows why I don't believe in them, so. No. Is it like a militant thing? Like whenever someone brings up religion, do you like roll your eyes and start an argument or do you just avoid it altogether? Now? Um, what kind of atheist are you? <laughs> <laughs> when people mention religion, I am respectful of their beliefs and their you know, thought process and what have you. But no, I, I don't roll my eyes. I listen to their point of view. Just don't try to persuade me to join your religion or your cult, as it could be called. Um, I'm not interested, but I am willing to listen to other people. Like, that's just me. Okay, okay. In your present day life, as you are as a like an individual adult human being going in through your day to day, does religion play any sort of factor in your life, whether you like it to or not? Like, can you just not? Um, can, it, are there any days you just can't go down the street without hearing someone preaching the good word or something? Like, how does it really affect your life in the present day, other than being forced to talk about it on my podcast? Oh, I mean, no. Like, I'm not one of those guy that's. Like, oh, like, I, I can't deal, I can't be in a world with religion and stuff like that. That's totally fine. Like, you do what you want to do on this earth. Like, that's your own viewpoint and your own culture and history and what have you. It has nothing to do with me. It's just don't try to push it on me or don't try to get me to believe in something that's totally just out of this world in my opinion but no i'm not i'm not gonna like walk down the street with like an ak and like go after everybody with like a christianity or judaism belief or anything like that oh that's funny (laughs) i respect you for the kind of guy who gets like uh who has like two shots of vodka in him and then he corners the nearest child and is like you know god doesn't exist right bro (laughs) (laughs) enjoy your life right now you have about let's see what are you eight years old you have like 72 (laughs) 72 when you turn 18 we'll have a different discussion about this so-called god (laughs) (laughs) okay well 
Well, Sean, I'm gonna have you go last because now it's my turn. Yeah, so I grew up in a very Catholic family and then I went to a very Catholic uh, private elementary school and high school. Mm. And my first exposure to religion was a bunch of nuns who seemed so frustrated that they couldn't hit children anymore. So they just were complete bitches 24 seven. It's, it's funny, like, um, you think you want to serve God and you end up, like, emotionally torturing children your entire time. It's It kind of fits on par with the message. I mean, like, if you learn uh, what Mother Teresa was really like, you 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 start to wonder why the hell anyone wants her to be a saint. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't a very friendly upbringing. And, you know, at, at, I will say that, you know, I just kind of accepted whatever they told me. And, you know, it was just a given that God exists. But, you know, after a while, when I got into high school and we started to get into, like, some serious theology classes, I realized, yo, they were writing this shit down, like, three, four hundred years after this dude died. Like, how accurate can it be exactly? Like, you know, you play telephone and, like, uh, you, t- you tell someone, oh. I ate an apple. And at the end of the line, it's just like, I-, I-, I believe that Turkey did nothing wrong to Armenia. That's like, what the fuck? Are they- how did that change into that? I, I will also not give my thoughts on the Turkish and Armenian relationship, by the way. But um, yeah, no, and I and it's, it was very Christian centered, so I just felt like, okay, you know, I like this idea of God, but I think Christianity is stupid. Let me, you know, uh, try out the other religions. Uh, Judaism, yeah, pretty cool. I have some like genetic background that like ties me to those people, and I find it cool that they're studying a lot. But I just don't like following rules all the time. Um, I like the Islam and I'm really close to a bunch of Muslim friends to the point that like I did the Shahada and whatnot, where you basically say, oh, yeah, no, um, I submit before God and uh, Muhammad is his only uh, prophet. And, you know, um, I think of myself as like a Kierkegaard Muslim, because now that I've developed intellectually, I can't really think of God as a concept being. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a singer's name. Yeah, like from Egypt. Some, some, someone from Atlanta trying to sound foreign or something. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Too bad, like they name themselves after countries now, like I'm India. But um, yeah, no, it, it, as I grew intellectually, I just couldn't like conceive of the idea of God or anything. Uh, so I basically, I still identify with the whole Muslim thing. It's just that like I see God as a concept, as a thing I submit to. Like whether he exists or not, he probably doesn't, but whether he exists or not, he, he, the idea runs the world. Like you you cannot go live your life without being like um, assaulted by that idea. Like right. when I die, there will still be people who believe in God. And I feel like that is just so powerful. Like you, you, your, your power and your influence doesn't have to precede your existence. And I, I find that like really impressive. So that's why I keep identifying with it. And I'm like a technical Muslim. But if I had to say anything, it, it Buddhism is probably what I think is like the most right out of all the belief systems in the world. Because like um, in Hinduism, God is in everything. And there's this idea of like Indra's net, uh, where basically each soul is connected and we're all connected. It looks like a big net. And like Buddhism is basically like, no, fuck that. That's stupid. Uh, th- those those nodes you're talking about don't exist. The, the, the idea of you being that node doesn't exist. You do not exist. What really exists is like this interweb of connections and um, relationships. Like Donnie is only Donnie because me and Sean are here. You know what I mean? Like he he would not be here in this moment if I didn't have this podcast. If Wendell didn't give me this podcast, if Sean weren't here backing him up, everything you are is like interdependent on your circumstances and the other relationships. So that's all we really are. We we don't really exist at all. Hey. If we don't exist, there probably isn't a God. And if God doesn't exist, we don't exist. So that's how, that's pretty much where I've arrived in my um, 
uh, intellectual and spiritual capacity. It's just that we're not really here. This is all just a game. Uh, you're grinding in World of Warcraft. Don't take things so seriously. What, well, why add more rules from a book that from the Golden Age, I mean, from the Bronze Age um, into your life just to make things harder? But that's my spiel. Sean, your turn. <laughs> um, let's see. Growing up, uh, like, I'm going to be completely honest. It was kind of very, like, loose. Like, I had a very loose relationship with, like, our religion growing up. I cannot tell you if I'm Catholic or Christian because I don't remember what my family associated with. But I know, like, here and there. Huh? <laughs> a Catholic is a kind of Christian, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, so, like, basically, I know that my mom used to, my mom, like, she's very, like, religious and everything. So, she believes in, like, God and everything. So I've been to church here and there with her as I was growing up, not as often, but like here and there I'd go, I'd go with my, like my grandfather when I stayed with him here and there, but growing up, I've honestly been very, I've always had like this kind of idea about, I guess, religion, but like not following the rules of it, I guess, per se, by like church standards. So it's like the embodiment of like the ideas of like peace and love and all the stuff like that. Like, um, I take those to heart, really, like, you know, trying to find peace in it, like, where everybody, you know, where they say God loves everyone. It's just that kind of idea where it's just like, yeah, with our differences, you know, everyone should be, like, you know, appreciated and everything. But, you know, obviously there are some bad seeds in those, in those like, scenarios. But it's just like, I do believe that everybody should be, like, you know, appreciated and loved and everything. So I always had a problem where when you hear the stories where, like, let's say, it comes to the people who are overly religious. Let's get into like, you know, their views on like sexuality and everything. You'll hear the stuff that's along the lines of our, let's say adultery is a sin and yet people are still cheating. You hear like, you know, like God hates, like, you know, they'll contradict themselves by saying like God hates like gays and, you know, using the F word and stuff like that. But then that comes into play. It's just like, so one, why are, I guess, people who diverse from that here, because if he hated them, they wouldn't exist, I guess. Also, yeah. you can't preach that, you know, he loves everyone and yet hates this group. That doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. right. So, yeah. so he can hate them. Imagine that. Imagine how funny like, so, that like, I always had, like, a loose, like, interpretation of things where it's, like, I, not like I picked and choose what, like, um I guess I related to, but I guess I picked and choose what I related to. It was just, like, I took the things, like, you know, I was never afraid to, let, let's say, study other religions or see what other spiritualities and stuff like that, like, those belief practices are. So I just kind of embody whatever I feel like I gain power from. Like, I believe in, like, let's say the higher spirits and stuff like that. But I also believe, in a sense, we are almost like, this going to sound weird, but we are on our own gods. It's like we have the control, the free will and everything to do whatever we want to do. So looking for signs and everything, yeah, we could say, you know, there are angels hoping us and stuff like that. And it could be true, but there's also that element of just like, but you also have the ability to control how your life plays out don't always try to blame it on why am i being like you know why am i being tested so much why am i doing this it's just like well what decisions do you keep making that you haven't learned yet (laughs) that you haven't learned from yet that keeps you in the same thing over and over again (laughs) like like at this point then when it be like the um you know he gives you signs to see if you're ready for something it's just like i can believe that because if you're getting like the same kind of problem over and over again 
and you're doing the same movement over and over again, you obviously haven't learned anything. <laughs> no, you know. No, that's interesting that you bring that up. Uh, that the idea that like people think that all the challenges they go through in life are like specifically designed for character development. I don't that. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't talking about you, Liddell. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Like. Um, a lot of people uh, feel that way. Like uh, you, uh, something that was really popular among Catholics is like everyone has a cross they need to bear, and it's just like uh, no, like you, you think too highly of yourself. This this life isn't just your storybook and seeing how you like you get character development. Uh, see, this is it's because we're constantly assaulted by like Hollywood films and t- television and books all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with books, but like you start to think that your life is just a story and like things have to make sense. Like, Oh, you're going to end up with the person you knew since childhood. Cause it just makes sense. You you're going to find that spec. You always had this special talent. So it just makes sense that you find this job. Oh, you're only suffering right now, but it's because it's going to make you stronger and better. It's like, bitch, no, no, God isn't trying to challenge you and make you better. Shit just happens and you learn to adapt. That's all. It just happens. That's like saying uh, uh, there's a, a like a natural disaster, like a tornado hits your small town. What kind of fucking character development is that supposed to be here? You lost your farm. Your your dog died. Like, I'm going to be stronger for this. I'm going to learn how to survive tornadoes. No, no, you live on you live on a planet and a universe that does not really pay. It's not trying to kill you, but doesn't really care about your existence. So it'll just do shit without like considering, oh, this may actually end my life. But no, it it just happens, man. Like shit at life. It there would. I'm not going to say life is suffering because like you can't call life one thing, but there is suffering. It is inherent to life. Like everyone does it. It doesn't matter what kind of organism you are. But um, and enough preaching my Buddhist uh, worldviews. It's 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 weird now. Like I feel like an evangelical preacher now because I have all these ideas and everyone deserves to hear them. But let's go back. Let's go back to religion specifically with our next question, and what'll be you know about comfort. Now, how do you comfort yourself with or without religion? Like I mentioned before, life. Uh, in fact, it's great that this was a good segue. It, Suffering is inherent to life. So a lot of people seek religion to alleviate that suffering. Like I, some people go pray to God and, you know, in doing so, they feel catharsis, they feel better, they feel like they're actually loved. I can't tell you how many Christians, Jews, Muslims say that they just feel so loved by this concept of God that all their thoughts of, uh, all their bad thoughts just evaporate. So whether you're religious or not, how do you seek comfort with or without it? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You do want to go first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how how do I comfort myself in like on stress, stress, like stressing times? Uh, yeah, honestly, when you're having your little existential crisis, what who do you seek? Who do you preach to? Who do you who uh, do you find comfort in? Um, I find comfort in music. Um, I also flip through the pages of Jack Carrick's uh, journals for guidance a little bit. Um, oh, on the road, nice. Yeah, uh, but the the thing that I have, the problem that I have with religion is people. It's that people cling to this idea that I have to follow the teachings of this imaginary being 
in order to live a rich and successful good life. Like I, I need to follow these rules set by somebody in order to be a good person. And it's just I, that I don't agree with. Like I'm not gonna live my life by some person or some being that I've never met personally. If he cared so much about us, he would have, he would come down here, you know, like instead of like sending your son. Does seem like a good father to me, but what do I know about good fathers? My past. Um, yeah, the whole son thing is just so weird, isn't it? Like, he, he, yeah, he both he, is his son and is separate from his son. You, you say your son, you don't even talk to us personally. Like, it's, and I'm supposed to dedicate my life to you. But that's that's the thing that is him at the same time. I am I am me and my son at the same time. So technically, he's sending himself. No, I'm not trying. <laughs> that's like me sending a vibrator to a girl and saying that's me and the vibration at the same time. That's it's a vibr it's it's a dildo that's a mold of your penis. So technically, it is you. That's if, if if we're gonna if we're gonna compare Jesus to a dildo, let's compare it like this. It is the mold that you put around your erect penis. You you stuck hot sauce up your butt and like it was erect for hours. Yeah, but I could I could give her that dildo of my mold, but it's just but you know YouTube all the room doesn't want us to talk about that that comparison of the dildo and Jesus content is going to get us kissed but back to what I was saying yeah I find comfort in like art and culture like that like I don't find comfort in religion it's kind of funny because like I feel like you you raise you know correct me if I'm wrong you raise like culture up to a standard where it's almost like if there's anything higher than humanity it's what we're producing you know what i mean yeah i, I think i mentioned that uh on other podcasts before like if i had it a religion funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you're right um yeah i i do hold like culture and art and any form of like art higher than like humanity and stuff like that so yeah what you said the stuff that we produce i hold to more value than the actual human yeah you're gonna hate me after i say this but in the bhagavad gita um krishna's telling arjun this guy that like I, you will find me in whatever you love or worship like you don't have to go out and seek because uh it, it the start of questions like Jesus's story if it made sense like he's just an avatar of the great uh, of the great God, but uh, he's like you won't even have to go out and seek me like you don't have to go to church or like go pick up a Bible like whatever you worship or whatever you're super into, I will be there. So it's kind of like a checkmate. Like oh you like music? I'm there. It's me. I'm God. Ooh, so you didn't think that was I mean, Is he talking to me and yeah, this he, music? He's talking to Arjun, and through Arjun, he's talking to you, man. He's like, you see those Drake lyrics you really liked in his album? God is in there. <laughs> God is behind. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I understand that. It's just... I, I, I know it's weird because, like, if if that's how you define God, I guess there is a God. Maybe I do see comfort in religion. It's like there's there's no one way to look at it, really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because. <laughs> 
when I think religion, I automatically think the most popular one, which is what? Like Christianity, right? It's every Islam, so. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's like, you're right. You're right. Um, I do see comfort in religion, but um, of every different kind of religion, we'll say that. Yeah, bro. Like the idea of God is fluid. He's gender fluid, and you just need to like accept that, guys. Okay. I think Dali said it was like a bisexual awareness bump, so I don't know. I needed to drop something. And but, yeah, um, it's like a week or something like that. It was in July. Was look at us ahead of the curve for once. I love it. Okay, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> how do you since that you're spiritual religious? How do you come for yourself with religion? So I'll say I tend to like taking, I guess, the parts that I guess not matter to me, taking the parts that make more sense to me. Like, you know, I find comfort. Like, I won't say that I don't believe in God. I do believe in like higher spirits and stuff like that. But like I said, at the end of the day, I also believe we have as much control as he does. So like paying attention to like, you know, coincidences and stuff like that. I'll say if anything, that would be how he they whatever the higher spirits would like to call themselves are talking to us where it's like like how you said we were just talking about like you know him being in everything you hear that one music lyric at that time that that you didn't know you needed and you're just like oh you know like you're just like i listened to this at the exactly right time it's just like there are certain things that i'll say are weirdly coincidental like you i know, was about to say is that just a coincidence or it's like it's that it's like it's that weird thing like sometimes when things just kind of weirdly line up like you call them coincidences but then they weirdly weirdly line up for the exact time that you ever need them so you're just like okay if somebody is watching me then thank you like you know it's like like thank you for that because like you see 11 11 on your watch and your clock and your radio and your uh microwave like that like God. when they tell you like the page <laughs> like angel numbers and all the stuff like that and like you right. know like i take everything with a grain of salt but then there's like those few instances where something lines up just perfectly enough where you kind of sit there and you're just like that was weird <laughs> like that was like a weirdly timed how do you know you're not the one doing that? Like, what, why do you assign all these weird things happening in your life to like something outside of yourself? What if you're doing it? That would also be like that would also come into play when like people talk about like manifestations and like the universe listening and all the stuff like that. They'd be like, you know, you put the energy out there and like it gravitates towards you. So to some degree, I'd be like, well, yeah, I could see that being possible. But it's also that kind of like I want to say a switching of a mindset that happens with you when you like decide that you want to go after something first that everything starts to actually align up more for you like again the weird coincidences can come into play but, but it's just like the, the thing i have more is more <laughs> why don't they just present them like what's wrong with presenting yourselves why why you gotta go through all these subliminal messages if there is they or he or she mm-hmm. or whatever that being why? Like, why don't you just present yourselves and get this over with, get all this self-doubt out? Because like I said, I have a few questions. And it'd be that easy. <laughs> well, why not? Like that's he he's the one that can huh? That's what I'm saying. We we think there's like this dichotomy. It's either outside ourselves or inside ourselves. <laughs> And it's like you, you, yeah, you guys are expecting like, oh, I want to talk to whoever's running the show, and it's like you are running the show. It's you. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing, so okay. shit is crazy. So I have to talk to myself. Is yes. what you're saying? 
what the fuck are you doing to reality scarlet yeah Rachel? like <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> like yeah like you know sometimes like people don't really i guess pay attention to the fact that once you like i guess you manifest you put it out in the air it's more you aligning yourself in that direction where you actually start to not like saying attract that kind of energy but it's just like all right now let's say I'm ready for my life to go in a different, like, I'll say this. I remember writing down, I was just like, by chapter 27, basically, when I turned 27, my life is going to head in a different direction and everything. And once I hit 27, a lot of things, like, about me personally started to shift. So it's like I started to take more control about, like, how I express myself, how I do this. I started to invest more in dance and stuff like that. And I could say that's also, I guess, manifestation. Like, let's say... I went to Atlanta last week and met like one of the dancers that I really wanted to meet. And I remember writing down that I will meet them one day. So it's like, that could be both of the coincidence of I wrote it down and it happened. Or it could also be the fact that because I wanted to start dancing more, I started to go more classes and something was coming up. My friend said, let's go to it. We went through it and there was the dancer that I wanted to see. Okay, I get that because <laughs> I've had situations like that where I've said, and uh years ago that something would happen and looking back i yeah okay all right i get that manifestation i get that that does <laughs> you guys want me to blow your minds real quick please yeah okay this, this podcast is taking a left turn uh you know how like wizards and witches and like tv and media always are working spells like yeah. I, I'm gonna cast a spell for whatever one. Yeah, you bullshit, right? Um, the reason it's called a spell is because language and writing were very important to ancient cultures. Like um, when every more or less every society, let's use like ancient Indian society, uh, had like caste systems more or less, and usually on the top, you know, aside from like kings and shit, you would have priests. And they would basically be in charge of stuff that people assumed kept the world going, kept their society and upkeep. And to become a priest, like you have to be born into it, but you go through a lot of education. Like the, um, the uh, I, I forget what they're called in India. I think they're called Brahmins. Um, the Brahmin priests, like from the time they grow up, they go through a big education. And because they're the only ones receiving the education, they're the only ones who know how to read or write. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, a long time ago, it kind of still is. Uh, language and knowledge of it was just powerful. Like words were powerful. They uh, only the elite knew them. Only the, these magical priest adepts knew them. Like they were just associated with having greater power. In, in fact, like in modern day Judaism, Kabbalah, like the Hebrew letters each have their own symbol. They spell things out. There are ways to read the Bible in Hebrew and find secret messages by like associating what each Hebrew letter means. And it's really cool shit. It's called Gematria. But in case like um letters and spells were associated with power for a very, very long time to the point that only these people knew how to read or write. So the idea of a spell comes from the idea of writing something down and it has like it affects the world in this kind of magical way so that's why we call it spelling so uh, when sean brings up that he wrote something down this will happen in 27 uh, he this and this will happen when i'm 27 like that 
that has a there's a lot to that idea like there's this idea that like your words and when you write something down have power like it doesn't need to be like this ancient language like San sanskrit or ancient hebrew it, you can do that with english in fact i have a weird coincidence and you know i'm, I'm not again you know i'm not presenting that there's anything higher than me i feel like we are the high if there isn't anything higher than us it's what it's like what donnie says it's what we produce or what we come together to make but uh like i remember i was at nyu and i was really bored before class and i have no talent drawing but i just figured i just tried not a couple sketches and i drew this girl just came out of my mind she had like a frizzy hair like uh she she was mixed race but brown skin. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I gave her a whole outfit and I have no idea where the shit was coming from because I've never met this person. Two weeks later, I matched with her on like Bumble or something or whatever the app was at the time. Exactly her, one hundred percent. And I forgot about the sketchbook and like we only had the one date. But I got home, I opened the sketchbook and it was this bitch on the paper. It's just like. Did you exist before I made this sketch? Did I know I was gonna meet you? What the fuck happened? I swear it was it, it wasn't even that they were kind of similar. No, no, frizzy haired, mixed race, uh certain height, certain style. Even I even think I envisioned her with purple hair and she had like just dyed her hair purple. Never never date someone who dyes their hair, by the way. But um I'm looking at you, Sean. <laughs> He's dangerous. Um but yeah, no, I'm like it was just like wow when you write so or put something down on paper anything can fucking happen man just say what you want it might just happen what do you have to lose paper but yeah um <laughs> let's, go. let's go to our last question like like fucking that that shit kind of shit blows my mind sometimes so what are your conclusions about god and like i want you to take everything we learned and shared from this tuck talk as they call it and like put it into your new framework for god what are your conclusions guys anyone can go first Let's Come see. On, i'll say my conclusions they haven't really necessarily changed from this podcast it just seems like to some degree we're all kind of almost on the like the same page even with different interpretations and stuff but it's just like it's the conclusion is just that like yes if there is a high spirit there there are certain things that are too coincidental to actually say are like you know to say that there might not be that you got <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, someone's near like an airport yeah no <laughs> it was like a a freaking aircraft okay <laughs> Right. Um, okay. there's uh, there might be something. <laughs> so if like you know, again, there could be like you know, higher spirits, whatever. Because obviously, different religious practices have come about, like you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity, all the stuff like that. So I, I ah, obviously, everybody has the same idea about like higher spirits and everything, meaning that we can't all just grouply say it's one, like you know, like one being. It's how people interpret it. That being said, I do believe, I guess, if there are high spirits, that we are just as powerful as they are to some degree. You know, we're always, they always say that we're made in, you know, people's, the God's image and stuff like that, meaning we obviously have the power, the same power that he would have if that was the case, meaning that we have as much as much control over our life as, I guess, he would, which goes back to like, you know, there are some things that are coincidental 
but at the end of the day, you also have a control over how your life goes once you make certain decisions or if you look at what you've been doing. And if you're facing like problems over and over again, sometimes it's not, oh, you're being tested. It's that, hey, you keep making the same decision over and over again. So what needs to change? You know, you could say, oh, they're putting this in, like, you know, they are putting this in my life to make me grow and everything. But it's just like, all right. So if that is the case, that's such a cop out. It's like, you know, like, if that is the case, (laughs) then what did you learn or not learn yet that you see that you keep doing there? Like, you know, let's say you got the person, oh my God, I keep dating nothing but like, you know, fuck boys, fuck girls, whatever they want you want to call them. And it's just like, so would you consider that you keep getting fuck boys, fuck girls in your life? Like, you know, he keeps putting them in your life for some reason. Or would that mean that you keep choosing these kind of people over and over again? And what did you not learn from the last time that you did this? <laughs> it's just like, you know. It makes me wonder because, like, we oftentimes <laughs> don't like something about other people that we I'm not talking about you, Liddell. <laughs> like, um, no, because we often find dislike things in other people that we have in ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, you hate that really selfish person because it reminds me of how selfish you can be sometimes. It's just, like, there really is no difference between me, Donnie, or Sean. There is no difference between anyone we see on the street. They're really just reflections of us. You know what I mean? Like, like what I said with the interconnectedness before, like, we don't exist without our relationship to everything else. So it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I if I'm dating, all I'm dating are fuck girls, it's probably because I'm a fuck boy. And, like, I, I like that or I seek it out because... You can only ever love something when you see yourself in it. It's selfish, yeah, but like that's how it works. I, I love puppies because I see that cute, cuddly creature that's hiding on the inside. But uh, yeah, Sean, you you want to throw in some thoughts into this lot? Um, no, it's pretty much like what you said. Is pretty much it. Everything is like almost like a. Some things are mirrors or whatever. Like you know, you like you said, some things you just see a lot of yourself in them, or like you see something that maybe you need to change about yourself. So if they are, let's say, thrown at you, you need to actually do the work of learning what it is. It's not because, oh, this is a test or anything. It's just more so like, what is it about this person that I keep going to that might need to change about who I am as a person? Like, what am I necessarily being shown? Not necessarily because it was thrown at me for a test, but what is it showing about something about like your own character that you might need to work on? All right, Donnie. You've been waiting patiently. Yeah, I mean, that would explain a lot about my past relationships because they were all alcoholics and depression. But, um... Mm. (laughs) calling the kettle black, I see. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, wow, guys gave me some thought. But, um, in my conclusions about God, it, it really hasn't changed. I just... I can't fathom. If there's a God, then he's really cruel and asshole and unjust, I believe. And the people, when it comes out, I'm speaking about Christianity, and the people that like supposedly supposed to be following his teachings and stuff like that are some of the most biggest hypocrites I've ever met. Um, But I mean, my conclusion is if you believe in it, that's fine. I respect that. 
you do you. But at the same time, that's not something that I believe in and don't want to believe in and just respect that. Like, I feel like everybody should just respect each other, like, just go about your life, do you, and just do you until your time comes up and you got to be sleeping in the ground. (laughs) I, I just... I just can't fathom believing in something that I can't see or mm-hmm. haven't interacted with. I, I know I'm going to get hell for this, but there was a time when I was young where, I mean, I didn't even believe in Martin Luther King. I mean, he was like a god and the way that the Black community talked about him. And there was like moments where I was like, oh, well, like, I don't believe that he existed and stuff like that. So. Oh, he's the way too he's too great to have been real. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Um, but like, if I can't touch, see, or feel it without hard evidence, then like, it doesn't exist to me. I I'll give you something you can touch and see that has real hard evidence. Am I right? <laughs> I am HR. Let <laughs> 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 me do if someone from HR starts harassing you. But um, that's next week's episode. But uh, yeah, I guess my conclusion about God is that I don't really have any conclusions about God because I feel like we have. Human beings operate on this false dichotomy of is or isn't. You exist or you don't exist. You're good or you're bad. You're here or you're there. Yeah. You, you, you're me or you're not me. You worship like this or you don't worship at all. It's just like, I think that's all bullshit, honestly. I, I think it's all bullshit. Like, we, we have this fellow. Bell just jumped in. Where the fuck? Donnie, you, you, Donnie, you clearly need prayer, bro. I just came in to say that I'm going to pray for you. Can you clear the <laughs> You clearly don't. This is our producer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest star, intervention. <laughs> our editor-in-chief. But, uh, yeah. Wow, I almost lost my train of thought. Uh, no, yeah, it's just like this idea. Like, I don't think you can go about life wrong anymore. You know what I mean? Whatever you do, as long as you keep this whole mess going, you are worshiping in your own way. You know, you live your life. That is yeah. worship. You do what you want to do. That is worship. You try to be your most happiest anytime. That's your worship. You have kids. You're prolonging the human race. You're uh, giving back by get, uh, producing art or literature or doing your own thing or supporting our whatever economy we want to have. Like, mm-hmm. there you go. You are a practicing and pious person because if you give yourself up to something that you consider greater than yourself, then... By no means should anyone be going to hell. Is that yeah. single even if you're a murderer, I'll even say I'll even say like that. There is no hell. Like uh, Christianity really warped that. I don't even think in Judaism anyone really goes to hell. If anything, it's just like you just kind of washed off and then you just woof, go somewhere else. So I want everyone to listen to this podcast. Stop worrying about hell. You're doing everything fine. Just keep doing you. That's it. But uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great way to close the podcast. In any case, please like, share, and subscribe. And I'll let and you can always find us on the Tuck Channel podcast. Uh, sorry, the Tuck website, and of course YouTube. And I'm sure we're going to be 
branching off to other platforms soon. But again, like, share, and subscribe, and I'll let my uh, co-hosts here, you know, uh, drop anything that they might be working on or let you know where they can find you. And our website is tuckmag.net. That's T-U-C-M-A-G dot N-E-T. Boys, show them what you're working. Nothing? You guys aren't doing anything? It goes from left to right. (laughs) Um, uh, You can find me on IG, Twitter, most social media is under Black Dawn. Maybe with an underscore, maybe with not. Um, I don't think I'm really working on anything right now, or at least nothing like public profile-y. So, mm-hmm. but if you want to see any of my like art or anything, you could check blackdawnarts.com. Um, yeah, uh, working on a couple of film shoots um, and getting ready for Governor's Ball next weekend. Well, this weekend coming up. So. I ain't got shit. <laughs> I, got a phone, I got a phone number, and I think I'll call in like two to three days. I think that's like acceptable. And why uh, are you waiting two to three days? I don't know. That's just that. What? 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 <laughs> Come on, Liddell is our god, and he's failing us. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It, it's okay. Uh, so I, I'll take the side that Liddell approves that I wait two to three days before texting. I guess so. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, again, like, share, and subscribe. We're on TuckMag.net, and our YouTube channel is called the Tuck Podcast Network. See you. Ne- see you later, guys. Liddell, now you can do it. Okay.